Yo, 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 you're listening to The Tony Show. I'm your host, Tony, and you're listening to my show. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to The Tony Show. After the first episode, I felt, wow, it's great to be back, but I have to keep churning out wonderful content to you guys. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a show. So today, we're talking about something really interesting. It's about attractions or things to do in your city. In this episode, I'll be talking about Vancouver, obviously, because that's the city I'm from. I've been living in the city for almost 10 years now, and there are tons of things that we can do. But we always forget those spots that we think there are only for tourists, right? So we'll forget these spots where it's really popular, but you only see those on TripAdvisor. So I found this really interesting because we're not exploring our city. We're not being a tourist of our own city as much as we should be because there are tons of awesome places that we can visit to have fun, have a good time, but we're not taking advantage of that. We're, we keep complaining, you know, in Vancouver, there's nothing to do. But if you look under TripAdvisor, there are tons of places you can visit. And they're not just for tourists because they're part of Vancouver City. So this first spot I want to talk to you guys about is Granville Island. So obviously, when you first think about Granville Island, you think, okay, it's a, it's a tourist place. Obviously, everything is really expensive. You see a bunch of people with cameras there. They take pictures. They take our parking spots. And they crowd our restaurants. So, you know, there's there's nothing fun about Grandma Island, right? Um, but I, I, bear, I, I beg to differ. Because in this case, I think Grandma Island offers some really exciting events and activities for you to do. Um, and if you ignore the downsides, which are not really significant, you can have a wonderful time. So, obviously, the first thing you want to consider is how to get to Van- uh, Grandma Island. So it's not easy to park because the parking spots are really limited, especially during the weekends. It's a really, I would say it's a commodity because if I sell it, I probably can make a huge profit, but I would never do that. Um, and on a side note, there were there was an app that does it and they kind of just went down. But that's a different story that we can talk about another day. So what I would recommend is go there, take the Canada line, get off at Olympic Village and take 84 to UBC or 14. That goes directly to uh, Granville Bridge and get off at the stop and walk there. And it'll be a really easy, breezy walk. And you will enjoy it even if it's a rainy day because it won't be that bad. So the second thing cool about Granville Island is that uh, besides from really easy to access, it's have wonderful food. It's really fresh, right? All the fish, all the fruits and vegetables. All of them, a lot of them are uh, organic as well. A lot of local shops sell these products and they're really healthy well i mean at least from a lot of people's perspective to me it doesn't really make a difference i think most of the stuff that we eat are okay but if you're that one person who's really in particular about your food about your diet about your dining experience or about uh, purchasing the best products you can go there and check it out uh, there are lots of different cuisine to pick from as well so really it's up to your preference. If you like more like a Greek food or if you more like, you know, something uh, along the line of burrito. So that could also be something that you can do. But make sure you avoid uh, the lunchtime because it's a huge, huge lineup outside. A lot of crowd within the restaurants. So then this is especially true during the weekend. Uh, but this is, can also be true during the weekdays, especially in the summer when students are off. So another really cool part about Granville Island is that it has a lot of locally owned shops and local artists who are based out of Vancouver Island. 
So if you go on a Saturday, you have a bunch of people who perform there, which is awesome to watch always because those are free shows. But make sure you at least throw a few bucks in there you know in their pool of money that they collect because you know that's the only form of um income they make and uh it's, it's very hard to be performed on the street but um that's off topic so if you go there watch those local artists perform it's awesome and visit some locally owned shops but also be careful because a lot of shops are raising their price obviously for tourists but there are certain products there that are you know worth it so just make sure you watch for the price and don't be persuaded by the store owner. So another thing that you can do is to walk around the island uh, because it's actually a quite big space that you can walk. Uh, you can look at different uh, side of Vancouver Island, uh, sorry, Granville Island. You can look towards downtown, you can look towards Olympic Village, uh, you can look towards science world so there are tons of different places you can look for um you know a, a different perspective of the city of vancouver and the really cool thing is that you can take a lot of pictures right so for all, all of those um instagrammers insta instagrammatics uh filter freaks you get a chance to take a bunch of photos and you know filter it and put it on your instagram stuff and get 50k followers which is a big deal nowadays apparently uh, more than if you have you know, fifty thousand dollars in your bank account. That's that's one of the status I saw today. That one of my friends was, you know, obviously teasing that you know a lot of people only care about having fifty thousand followers on Instagram, but they don't really care about how much money they make. Anyway, so if you really like those kind of things, just look at different uh, point of views of Vancouver. There's also another way to explore for you is to take the Aquabus. So the Aquabus goes to English Bay, the Edgewater Casino, uh, Science World, Olympic Village generally the false creek area and it's really cheap if you take a mini cruise tour it's only eight bucks for adults and four dollars for a child and if you want to take one way uh kind of just from you know maybe from hornby street or from plaza nation which is near edgewater uh, edgewater casino to vancouver uh, to grandma island it's only i think 250 or 350 and the the most expensive price for a one-way ticket is five dollars so it's not a huge deal and if you purchase uh, two ways, you may be able to save uh, a few dollars there as well. And uh, the whole tour for this $8 and $4 mini cruise, if you decide to take that, is 25 minutes. And they run it every 15 minutes from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. So there are tons of choices uh, at Vancouver Island, especially with touring different parts of Vancouver uh, in downtown, Main Street area, and Olympic Village. So these aquabus is quite interesting. They're, uh, I would say, the eclipse shape, uh, a little bit rectangular as well. Uh, but they're actually, you are able to feel the wind coming into the, I'll call it the boat. Uh, and you can actually check out different cities without having a window in front of you. But obviously on rainy days, you can actually have the, have, you know, the business operators, they will actually put these temporary covers on it so you won't be, uh, you know, having the rain on, shooting into your eyes every couple of seconds so um, and a cool thing to mention is that the boat is actually painting green and rainbow colors so they the name aquabus is actually in different colors from the rainbow which is kind of cool so i guess they support the lgbt community somehow uh, and if you want to know more about uh, the aquabus please go visit the aquabus.com that's t-h-e-a-q-u-a-b-u-s.com and another thing on Vancouver, uh, Grand Island, oh, I keep meshing Vancouver Island. It's just crazy. 
Um, so another thing about Grand Island is that it has one of the best improv shows, I would say, in Vancouver. Uh, and that is in Vancouver Theatre Sports League. So they run shows from Wednesday to Sunday. Uh, and normally they're at night from 7.30 onwards, all the way until some shows are, you know, doesn't start until 10 o'clock. So for these shows, the cool part is only 10 to $21. And they do improv, they do startup, they do tons of awesome, cool things. And guess what? Recently, I think in August, end of August, August 20th or 23rd, Colin Mockery will be here. And he's a very big deal because he is a huge star on Whose Line Is It Anyway back in 10 years ago. And he has run a show for a very long time. And he's a very good performer on stage. And my gosh, he, he, he really can act. And he go out of his way to be a very interesting guy on stage. And you definitely got to check him out. Um, but for him... The ticket is kind of expensive. It's around 130 bucks, which is more expensive um, than some of the shows at Rogers Arena. But arguably, you're sitting about five feet away from the stage. So I would say that's worth it. And if you don't watch Colin Mockery's show uh, or Bill Murray, <laughs> because they look really alike, you can watch some other shows. They have shows like that have really weird names like Throne and Thrones and Games. Obviously, it's a, you know... Uh, a spin-off of the Game of Thrones kind of comedy show. So there are tons of options there. And, you know, for me, I'm a big guy in improv and stand-up. I would definitely hit up for 10 bucks and 21 bucks. It's much better than a show at Rogers Arena. It's much cheaper than that. And it's something that you shouldn't miss. And one last thing, Grandma Island Brewery. And honestly, there's nothing more I should say about it. Everybody knows Grandma Island Brewery and their beer, they're awesome, and some of you like it. I personally don't enjoy all of the beer, but I do enjoy some of their beer, like uh, the the Winter Ale and also the Maple Shack, which are also very good beers. Uh, so check them out. And moving away from Grandma Island, there is another spot in the middle of the city of Vancouver that are almost instantly recognizable by everyone if we say the name it's the queen elizabeth park obviously and at queen elizabeth, queen elizabeth park or qe park um it's a very interesting park because it's in the middle of the city and that's the prime property because if you know shaughnessy is right beside it and it's one of the most expensive real estates in vancouver arguably so if you go to qe park you would expect that it's all about these flowers and plants, you sit there and do nothing and maybe picnic, you're wrong. Because they actually have one of the most interesting conservatory in Vancouver. It's called Blodel Floral Conservatory. So in this conservatory, you have tons of um, rainforest plants and birds as well to explore. So once you get in, they'll give you a brochure. I think it was 8 or 12 bucks for, to get in. You take this brochure, it has a little map of the whole conservatory. It is almost like a tour in a way. You have a tons of uh, plants and birds labeled on there, and you can just follow the map and check out different type of birds, which is something really cool, I think. Um, and they claim they have over 200 kinds of birds, which is very, very impressive. So another thing after you come out of the conservatory you can explore is a rose garden. And obviously you think, okay, it's probably really boring, you just you know, what are there to see, right? I mean, you have flowers, you have plants, you look at them and you walk away and that took maybe five seconds to. But if you're having a date there, um, it's a very nice background for you guys to get to know each other and just have a really good conversation. 
you know, for me, as much as I love the coffee shop kind of uh, busy background in the restaurants, you guys are eating food, you guys are relaxed and comfortable. Um, I hate the noise level at these restaurants and these coffee shops. For me, I really need to focus on the conversation and any noise in the background doesn't help. So in a garden like this, it'll be really nice to have a lovely, breezy, you know, summer day uh, or afternoon. You guys just sit on the bench and talk about life or whatever it is. So that'll be a really interesting option. And I'd like to see how or hear back from you guys what you think about this idea. Um, and aside from the garden, since you're at a really high point in Vancouver, there are definitely tons of spots for you to take pictures uh, and for you to show off some photography and hashtagging skills. Once again, Instagrammers, this is a must not miss spot for taking awesome pictures to upload it and gain some followers who, you know, genuinely like your post and not those like, you know, like for like those kind of hashtag stuff to gain followers, which is kind of, you know, cheap cheap alternative way to gain followers. And that's kind of the bad practice in the Instagramming world. And aside from that, really recently, uh, just on July 1st, they opened a zip line. And this is quite cool because from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., seven days a week, if you pay 12 to $18, you get to uh, do the zip line thing, which they normally only offer at Grouse Mountain. And this is something that's quite interesting because I don't think we ever had anything like that within the city of Vancouver and on the zip line you get to enjoy the the breezy wind you get to enjoy the sunshine in your face but most importantly this is something that's extremely cool just to do right so it really tests your courage because you're hanging by a thread <laughs> literally um and you, you get to look at the QE park from a really different perspective right uh, and that's something that you must check out so go home and search Flight Lines, F-L-I-G-H-T-L-I-N-E-Z, Vancouver. And search on TicketLeader.ca for this event. And it's opening, I think, until September 30th uh, and open seven days a week. So don't miss out. It's a really cool opportunity to just pay 12 bucks and just go down a line and check out QE Park from a really cool perspective. And one last thing to mention at QE Park is Seasons in the Park. So it's one of those restaurants where you can literally do business meetings in. You can sell a property at one of these restaurants, right? So we're talking about these high-end restaurants, very expensive. You got to dress up to get in. Uh, but at the same time, you get the same kind of quality of service back, same kind of quality of food. And obviously, you have the view for you to, to, to see and while well, you guys have a really good conversation. So that is QE Park. There's tons of stuff to do and people really miss this gem or a crown of the city, right? Because people will say, okay, you know, QE Park, it's, it's not really something that I want to visit if I'm not live, you know, if not living around the area, if I'm from Burnaby, Coquitlam or Richmond, I don't really go to the area often, but it's a really nice touch, I would say, in the Vancouver tourism uh, landscape. So one last thing, it's a very small touch. Uh, it's located in the city of Vancouver, downtown Vancouver. It's a heritage building that's built in 1930. Um, so at the time, it was the tallest building in the British Empire, and it's called the Marine Building. So this heritage building cost them $2.3 million bill, which is $1.1 million over budget, which is, you know, not really impressed 
because I was, I'm still a UBC student and, you know, every single building, every single construction renovation we did, they're over budget. So I'm definitely not surprised. And the, the interesting thing, it was, it was, it was during, it was built during the depression time, 19th depression era, 1930s. So they couldn't, you know, offer the building at the end because they're 1.1 over uh, budget. So they sold it to the Guinness family in Ireland. And guess what? They sold it for $900,000 during the Great Depression. I mean, these guys are probably laughing because nowadays the building is worth about 40, 24, or was it $44 million? It's not a huge amount of money, but in, in today's dollar, it's something that's really cool. Um, so for this building, why is it important? Not only because of historic value, but also because it's full of architectural arts and art deco, right? So if you're one of those guys who really enjoy the details and nuance of the building, you're trying to see through the concrete and marbles to see the history behind it, to see the mathematics, um, the art, the beauty of these buildings, this is a perfect spot and you can miss it. And this won't take you much longer. And if you get into the building during business hours, you have to check out their elevator. It's probably one of the best decorated elevators in Vancouver. And if you go to a higher level, I think second floor, um, don't mind about the business residents passing by because if you go there during business hours, they probably will give you a tour there because anyone who's working that building must be feeling really proud to work in there because it's a historic building, right? It's a big deal. Um, besides that, actually a lot of movies were filled in as well, including Fantastic Four. So if you're a big movie fan and you want to revisit some of the scenes in the movie, this is a perfect spot for that as well. And, uh, yeah, so all of these are my recommendations to be a tourist in your own city in Vancouver edition. So I really hope that you guys got some really inf useful information from the talk I gave today. And I hope you really get on top of your A game in the summer to visit some really cool places you never thought you would visit because you thought it was a tourist place, because you thought it wasn't worth visiting. And now, because of my show, and hopefully give you some different perspective, and let me know what you think about these places after you visited them. Am I speaking from my heart? Am I telling you the true things? Or if you have any feedback, just let me know. Thanks again for listening to my show, guys. You're listening to The Tony Show, and I will see you next week. Well